You're listening to the Fantasy Alarm Fantasy Football Podcast with host Howard Bender and John and Pemba. What's going on, everybody? John and Pemba here with Howard Bender. This is the Fantasy Alarm Fantasy Football DFS Podcast here. Howard, we are entering week six of the NFL season. Uh, and just before we went live, you had commented that this is going to be a uh, an ugly week, uh, given all of the injury news uh, that's come across the table over the last couple of days. We have a potential COVID situation there with Arizona right now. A couple of their coaches um, have tested positive for COVID. We don't know if it's going to impact or spread to the players who are going to be traveling to Cleveland for their game this week. Um, it's it's a short slate because we have some bye weeks. We have the London game. We got obviously the primetime game. So the player pool is even smaller on top of everything else that we're going on dealing with here. So, um, you know, the, the lineups are going to get a little dirty this week, Howard. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's kind of funny. I, I was just thinking about this as you were, uh, as you were bringing us in and you know what, for seasonal fantasy football. Yeah. This is, this is going to be disgusting. I mean, I'm, I was, I'm starting Ryan Nall in one league because, you know, I, I lose Chris Carson and Nick Chubb. Right. So right. it's, you know, it's it's a mess that 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 it's going on there. Um, from a betting standpoint, it's getting a little it's getting a little hairy, right? I mean, all of a sudden now, you know, the the Packers that that line's going up. Um, so the question is, is why is that line going up? We're hearing maybe Khalil Mack might not play. We're hearing Allen Robinson might be out. Um, the COVID situation here with Arizona, uh, Cliff Kingsbury testing positive, so he's not coaching, but. You know, again, we could still end up hearing over the next, you know, 24 hours, 24 to 48 hours, we could hear of a, of a player being out. And so, you know, it, it definitely it, it screws a lot of things up for seasonal fantasy players. It screws a lot of things up for betting at times. But I guess really for, for the from the DFS standpoint, you know, this is just a matter of, OK, well what's the value that's going to open up and is that going to be good chalk versus bad chalk? And I think that's kind of where it, where it comes down to. It's like all of these, you know, these pay downs that you're, you might be able to have here now um, who's going to come through and who isn't. hundred percent. I mean, that's the conversation we have every week, whether or not a player is good chalk, bad chalk. Um, and as the slates get smaller, like you mentioned, and the player pools shrink, and, you know, the, the value on smaller player pools get a little grosser and grosser every time. And now if you're talking about the backups of maybe even backups at this point, um, potentially moving into roles where, you know, do you really want to spend the $3,000 on that guy? I guess we'll find out and see, right? You know, so, um, you know, that's something that we'll have to pay attention to. But let's just jump into it. Howard, first game, um, you know, on the slate in the most expensive uh, quarterback is going to be Patrick Mahomes this week. They have uh, going into Washington now. We've seen Mahomes, you know, I'm not going to say like struggle per se. I mean, he has yet to put less than 21 fantasy points on the board on DraftKings, but this is a guy that also has six interceptions over the last four weeks as well. So he's turning the ball over at a rate uh, that we really haven't seen him. Um, and now we're also looking at both Tyree Kill, um, you know, potentially not making, you know, not being able to play. It's questionable with a quad injury. So on paper, this is a great matchup. You know how bad the Washington secondary is. You know, but are you paying up for Patrick Mahomes if he's without one of his top players? 
I mean, that's definitely going to be a, an, an interesting thing, you know? I mean, kind of, if, if Tyreek is, even if Tyreek plays, there's no guarantee that he finishes the game. We've seen Tyreek get him, you know, pulled out of games uh, before. So <clears throat> it, it is tough, but, you know, I'll say this, you know, Mahomes has spent enough time working with uh, McCall Hardman, Byron Pringle, Demarcus Robinson. He's got Travis Kelsey there. Um, you know, we'll we'll see him utilize maybe Jarek McKinnon a little bit in the passing work um, as well. So, you know, I'm less worried about Mahomes being without Tyreek Hill, especially because I think it is a soft matchup there against Washington. I wouldn't be averse to uh, to to paying up for Mahomes. Uh, you know, in a I would say in a in a cash game situation. Um, as far as a GPP, I just wouldn't know. I mean, it would be him and Kelsey, and then who's the, you know, who are you going to stack it, or are you just going to pair these guys up? So, you know, I mean, for a cash game, if I'm going to pay up, if if there is truly enough value at, at wide receiver and running back, which will kind of sift through, um, I don't mind Mahomes. I'm not touching Murray, though. Yeah, I'm not touching Kyler Murray either here. Uh, Mahomes is interesting, you know, and we'll get to it, um, you know, but this is a good stacking spot. Like you mentioned, if you if if Tyreek is out, there are some uh, cheaper options if you want to risk it, like uh, like Miko Harmon and whatnot there. Um, you know, we talked about Mahomes being the top guy. You're not going Kyler Murray. Uh, kind of the next group of tier uh, of quarterbacks here. We have Lamar Jackson coming off that monster game of his. Justin Herbert actually scored more points than Lamar Jackson did last week. Went for 45 fantasy points with his five touchdown day. Uh, those two guys are, are going up against one another, Howard. Um, do you have faith in this Baltimore offense with Lamar throwing it? Uh, Herbert coming cross country, going into Baltimore. You know, what's your breakdown of that matchup? It's a tough one for me. Like, I, you know, I love the Chargers this year. I've made no, you know, secret about that. But, you know, this is coming back across the country again um, for them. And, you know, listen, there there are definitely some shortcomings in Baltimore's defense. Um, we did. We saw that with, uh, with, with them going up against the Colts. They did eventually. They did shut down the Colts in the second half uh, of that game. And so the Colts really didn't do a whole hell of a lot there. But. You know, Justin Herbert going up against them. Um, you know, I, I, I guess my biggest fear is that, you know, I, I avoid this these quarterbacks because, you know, there there's probably there's there, there might be more value, at, you know, lower. But, you know, I, I, I could also see that this, you know, I could see this game turning into, you know, one of those like, you know, like what we saw with um, the the Cleveland game, the sure. Cleveland one that went back and forth, the Cleveland Charger game. Yeah, they had forty. They had like ninety points combined last week. Yeah, so that's it's kind of a a fear of mine there. I mean, if I'm building lineups, I'm not afraid to use either one of these guys in a cash game because I I do think that they're both strong and I do think that both defenses do have their weaknesses, but it's probably not my favorite for the week. Right, well then, who 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 is the quarterback then, Howard? If you're if you're building a lineup today, uh, if you're setting a guy, you know what what tier is he in? What price point is he in? Who's the guy that you're you're focusing on? Um, ooh. you know, I would probably say I like uh, I like Stafford going up against the Giants. I like I like Joe Burrow. I know that you wrote in the quarterback coach that you're fading Joe Burrow. I know Joe Mixon is back, and we know about the volume that he's getting. But I mean, for a cash game, 
lineup to use Joe Burrow, pay down to 6,300, knowing that I could, I'll probably get, you know, 270 and two. Um, that, that to me is a stable, you know, a stable floor uh, to end up with there. So I don't mind Stafford and I don't mind Joe Burrow. Um, I will, I will happily go contrarian and, and go with Sam Darnold. I know everybody, everybody seems to hate Sam Darnold right now, thinking that what they saw last week is what you're getting, you know, is like the true Sam Darnold. I'm sorry, but he's not, this isn't the same guy who played for the Jets. And and we're what we're not going to give somebody a pass on a bad game. It was a bad game, and you know. And let's face it, you know he played poorly, and the Panthers still almost won that game had it not been for that that stupid block punt. So I don't mind Darnold there, Heineke. I'll use Heineke and pay down for him as long as I know that McLaurin is good to go. That's the if if McLaurin who missed practice on Friday. If he's if he's out or he's limited, I'm out on Heineke, and I guess Darnold would probably be the lowest I went. Oh yeah, yeah, I do like Wentz. I could get really dirty and go. Yeah, with Wentz, Wentz is Wentz is Wentz is. I mean, 5400 against Houston is wild. Um, you know, it's it, it's incredibly cheap. You know, given the game that he's coming off of over 400 yards himself, there. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you on the Darnold thing. I think this is a great opportunity to bounce back. You know, he's uh, one of my favorite quarterbacks to spend down and pair up this week, especially, you know, DJ Moore. Uh, we've seen Minnesota struggle defensively in the secondary this year. Um, and this is, you know, coming off a bad game last week to Darnold. Like you're saying, everybody's like, see, yep, see this is the Sam Darnold we knew. This is the other ones were all Mirage. It's like, well, I mean, sure, maybe he's not going to play at the level that he was, but I don't think he's this bad either, especially being home against Minnesota. Um, so I'm with you there. 6,100 for Darnold for me uh, is definitely a spot that I am looking to target. Um, running backs, Howard. Oh, you don't even want to. You don't even want to touch Mac Jones or Davis no. Mills. No, I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not going in that direction. I mean, are you or are you just trolling here? I well, a little from column A and a little from column B. All right. Well, who I do mean, you like we here? we know that Indianapolis's secondary sucks. Mm-hmm. So Mills will throw, and you've got Brandon Cooks there. Now, you know they don't have much else, but you know, I I, I do see we did see Mills pass on the uh, on the Patriots pretty well, and then. Oh man, dude! I'm just coming off of the Wager Alarm live stream conversation with uh, with Craig Mish, talking about this, uh, you know, this Dallas uh, New England game here, and Mac Jones, you know, and he's talking about like the score being like 27-24 or 26-23 or something like that, like that kind of a thing. But you know, he's putting at least three touchdowns in for the Patriots. So the question is, is is Mac Jones part of those touchdowns or is it defensive touchdown? Is it Ramondre Stevenson? Like, could it be Mac Jones? <sighs> I mean, we've talked about it, right? I would I mean the over-under in this game is 50. It's a three-point spread. So they're expecting points. I don't see it. I don't know where it's coming from. But if you believe in the what Vegas is trying to tell us, then how do you not, right? That's what I'm saying. 27-24. That's that's you know both you know that's the game staying close and it pushes the over which is down to fifty now. Yeah, I, I, I know it's I don't I, I need to see it before I believe it. I'm I not hear you. Go. I hear you. Let's go. Let's go to the wonderful running back position. We will, yeah. we'll screw we'll 
We'll skip the gross quarterbacks here and talk about the gross running backs. Yeah, Have so you ever I'm seen so at... many outs and cues on DraftKings before? No, I don't think so. Uh, what, what am I looking at here? I think I'm looking at uh, 10 of the f- first 15 running backs are questionable or out, something like yeah. that. You know, like, um, yeah, not good, not good. Uh, the first healthy running backs, Austin Eckler, going up against Baltimore here. Um, yeah, we saw Jonathan Taylor have that big touchdown catch last week. I know um, Austin Eckler's coming off just some monster, monster performances, over 30 fantasy points on DraftKings and back-to-back weeks. He is $7,900. Uh, Dalvin Cook's getting the full green light uh, this week against Carolina. Not a great matchup for him, but uh, you know he's expected to be good to go there. If those are the top two guys, Howard, I mean, I don't really have any interest in Aaron Jones. So for me, it's it's Cook or Eckler. Yeah, and it's and it's probably Eckler for me. I mean, I'll just I'll lean that direction. I think um, only because I, you know, he's he's much more active in the passing game than Dalvin Cook is. Dalvin Cook gets his targets, yes, but you know, I uh, I, I just I, again I love the Chargers offense there, and we did see Jonathan Taylor. Kind of carve him up, you know, a little bit on the uh, on the ground, and then he definitely did uh, some nice work through the air. So um, I'm with you, though. I mean, those are the top two guys. I have no interest in in Aaron Jones. Um, I have very limited interest in in Ezekiel Elliott. If we go down even you know a little bit further there, um, but I do have plenty of interest in Jonathan Taylor uh, running against Houston. So I uh, so if Elliott plays and he should play, this has just been a management thing i mean he uh last week i really saw him land on the pylon he came out for a little bit but then he came back in to finish that game he looked great um new england's run defense is one of the worst in football so i mean again looking at a 50 game total and a close spread like i i see zeke getting a lot of work here um i i like elliot a lot at 71 i'm kind of hoping maybe people look at that the same way you do um you know there's a good chance he makes my contrarian corner video this week um just kind of based off based off that idea um Elliot for me is good I like Mixon again at 64 the way that they're talking about you know him being good to go Peter Ryan's not there I know they want to give him the volume it's Detroit they you know I, I think Mixon at 64 could be a guy that maybe goes a bit overlooked because everybody's looking at 6600 at Jonathan Taylor everybody's looking at Houston I'm not saying I'm not playing Taylor I, I for sure am but I think you could also pair him up with one of those other two guys of that similar price point, and they're going to go overlooked. Yeah, paid down from Eckler, and uh, instead of grabbing him, you grab either Elliott or um, or Mixon, or you grab Elliott and Mixon, or you yeah, do Elliott, Elliott and Mixon, and Elliott and Taylor, Taylor and Mixon, Taylor and Apple. Mixon. You do it that way. Yeah. Um, thoughts on Antonio Gibson uh, against Kansas City, though. Yeah, you know, again, it's it's it's. Do you trust him? All right, do you trust him to get the production he needs to score? You know, from a volume standpoint, he hasn't been great. You know, he hasn't been overly efficient. So you know, he needs to score touchdowns to give you that production. It's a great game environment for him. Um, you know, but if this turns into a track meet, is it Gibson on the field or is it McKissick on the field? You know, which one is going to be involved if if Washington has to be throwing every down because they're down two scores? You know, that that's where I hesitate a bit on Gibson. Um, you know, if you're looking down, you know, I, I talked about the Cincinnati game. You know, Williams is questionable. I know Swift is questionable. But, I mean, if you're looking in a full PPR, 
you know, Swift is a guy who's had, you know, six targets and three, at least six targets in three straight games, right? From a full PPR perspective, Cincinnati's defense isn't any good. Um, you know, there, there's a good chance that Swift is valuable this week. There is, but where you can have Swift for 6300 I'll take $100 less and take Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Kareem, no. so... I looked at that. I then I look. Henderson is just below him. What's your take on Henderson this week? Because I know I feel like the Rams are going to get ahead and then run the ball heavy with him against the Giants. Yeah, I listen and I and I like Henderson. I actually asked that question to Ronus on the Fantasy Alarm Show today. Is that why aren't why aren't more people talking about Daryl Henderson for exactly that reason that you gave? You know, they could jump into that lead. Uh, we've seen them run. And it basically it comes down to the fact that this guy has left three out of the five games so far with an injury and he's come back in, in, in some of them, but you know, it's like you're waiting for that, you know, that the other shoe to drop kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I I'll use them in a GPP. I got no problem with that. Um, but yeah, there is that that's, that's the concern there. Yeah, I mean, I know people are looking at what Michelle did and they're like, oh, Michelle got in some work last week. And it was because Henderson had a stinger, it looked like, on his elbow or his arm or or whatever. But he was still dominating the snap share and the targets there. So I just, again, he's, he's probably where I'm going to go. I, I know the appeal, and I, I almost feel like Hunt is going to be a trap in this game. If it's Chubb being out, I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I really think that people are going to think that's an automatic. But if you look at last season, I know Hunt's been fantastic this year with Chubb. But last year when Chubb was out of the lineup, like Kareem Hunt really wasn't what people I think had hoped he would have been for right. one reason or another. He wasn't this, you know, flat out RB1 every week. So, you know, going up against Arizona, I know they're dealing with some stuff too, but I think he could be a little, almost a trap a bit there. I'm, I'm probably going to end up fading him. Um, Chuba Hubbard, thoughts on him oh, coming off a 100-yard game? Yeah, I mean, it's okay. It's all right. I mean, you know, I I, I like him. But, you know, again, the question is, is, you know, does does Darnold improve and does Darnold run the touchdowns in, you know, yeah, he's coming off of a of a of a hundred yard game. But that's that's against the Eagles and the Eagles are atrocious. Um, we saw that last night against yeah, Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 not good. That's true. They, they they made Leonard Fournette look like a Pro Bowl caliber. He is a uh, Pro Bowl caliber running back. Is he, though? Yes. I know you're a Bucks fan and all. That's true. I got I got to put my homerisms aside. You, you put your homerisms away. I let's, had for sixty six and a half, so I'm feeling pretty good on it. You know. <laughs> let's go down. Let's find the value here. Where is it? Is it Khalil Herbert? So, uh, maybe. Uh, I mean, listen. He is. It's 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 probably it's between Booker at fifty four. Um, I think a lot of people like Booker just because he's involved in the passing game. They think Ugh, against the Rams? I'm telling you, people, they're going to look at his passing down work and the expectation of this game being one where the Giants are going to have to throw and there's going to be appeal for him in PPR. I'm just, just throwing it out there. You know, if, if God forbid, Ellie doesn't play, Tony Pollard would probably be the highest play on uh, running back on the slate at 56. Um, you know, we'll have to wait, obviously, in that info. But I think Booker is going to be is going to have some exposure here. Um, yeah, Herbert for sure, though. You know, do you like do you like that offense at all? I mean, I don't love it. I know he had 18 for 75, but it, you know, against the against the Rams. But 
I don't know. The Bears are the Bears. They don't. I don't. I, I'm almost using him just because he fits, not because I, I'm expecting uh, a ton out of him here. Um, what What do you think about AJ Dillon, Howard? You know, comments from Lafleur saying he wish he gave him more than 12 touches last week. We saw him go for 15 carries, 81 yards against Pittsburgh. You know, we've seen Aaron Jones struggle to run the football effectively in terms of like you know, in terms of yards per per rush. You know, do you think this is an opportunity where AJ Dillon cracks into more of a role here? I do think that this is an opportunity for AJ Dillon to to see some increased work. I'm fine if you know because of bye weeks and everything like that and seasonal. I'm not ready to put you know I'm not ready to commit to him in a in a GPP. I'm just I'm just not. I mean I, I love the player, right? I love the player, um, and I have him all over the place in seasonal. Um, I just, I, you know, I'm, I'm just not ready to commit to him, uh, you know, in DFS. Not yeah, yet. I, just, I, I see, like, I wish we got him more than 12 touches, and it's like, all right, well, Lafleur, how many more touches than 12 did you want to? Uh, well, I mean, you know what? You know? Listen, Matt Nagy says that he, he wishes that he could get David Montgomery 20 touches, and we knew that that was bullshit. Yeah, he did finally do it at the end of last year, but it, t- it took forever. Um, coach speak is coach speak is coach speak. I, that I that doesn't do it for me. I think where we're where we're looking at as far as the value goes is that you've got Darrell Williams. I don't even know where where is he priced. Where why don't he's I right, see? He's right, right with the same tier. He's forty nine hundred. All right, so so Darrell Williams, Devonte Booker, and Khalil Herbert. Those are the three guys that I think everybody is looking at and trying to figure out which one's going to be the better value. And then, of course, I turn around, John, and I say, yeah, all three of those guys are going to be great, but when J.D. McKissick ends up with 13 targets, where's he? Right. No, I agree. Listen, it's, you know, it's a tough matchup, you know, to predict the, the, the usage, right? Like, we've seen, you know, we saw New Orleans beat, uh, Washington by you know two scores last week, uh, and he had one catch on four targets. You know, so it's like, you know, I wish I could. Tr- I wish Alex Smith was the quarterback, right? <laughs> then I then I know J.D. McKissick is getting thirteen targets. Um, you know, it feels like this would be the perfect game flow game scenario for him to get the the value. But I think outside of like a game stack, probably or a stack with Hineke, it's hard for me to want to trust a one off McKissick play. Yeah, no, 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 I'm with you. I think, you know, Heineke, McKissick, McLaurin, if he plays, or Heineke, you know, Heineke, McKissick, and uh, and Ricky Seals-Jones, right? If you want to get, like, a really dirty stack there. Right. And, like, like you could go you could go Heineke, McKissick, and uh, and and Ricky Seals-Jones and end up with, uh, with, with every other top player in the world um, coming at you like that. Yeah. Um, it's a coin flip. I think I'm, I'm probably going to lean. I guess it'll come down to kind of how much salary I have available. I, you know, Herbert for now. Um, but, you know, if I can if I can fit, if I make some changes to how my roster builds are, you know, maybe maybe I'll look to spend up um, for a Henderson at like 6K or something like that. Uh, was there any 5K guys that you like? I mean, not, we didn't really mention them, but. Nothing's really, you know, Latavius Murray, 57. You know, only yeah. got six carries last week. I mean, yeah, yeah. Edmonds, if he's healthy, if he's not healthy, Connor. But, like, again, tough to trust, so. 
tough to trust. And yeah, I'm not, I'm not really that into him. Yeah. I'm with you there. All right. Wide receiver here. I told you earlier, Howard, I think this is the week we actually spend up at wide receiver, you know, for every other week we've talked about this position. I'm like, no, we're playing this 4k guy. We're playing this, you know, 5k guy. Um, the line of builds that I've had Howard, I don't, you know, I've been basically 6k and above at the wide receiver position that starts off with 9k Devontae Adams. Um, you know, again, three straight weeks now, 16, 11, and 18 targets. He had 11 for 16 for 206 and a touchdown against the Bengals. Uh, you know, he had 12 for 18, 132 and a score against the 49ers. Getting Chicago here, that defense is terrible. You know, Rodgers is, is glued in on his guy again. You know, well, well worth the value here. Very well worth the value there. And you're, listen, you're, you're, you're that in on it, right? I mean, Paying up for uh, for for all these wide receivers. I am. I said the and the only thing I told you in, in and we'll, we'll, you know, I told you earlier today if Tyreek Hill gets ruled out, I would consider a flip to get Travis Kelsey in my lineup over Adams because I feel like there is a similar, you know, potential for those two guys this week. If Kelsey's the only show in town uh, in Kansas City and he's two K cheaper, that's where I go and finally get off of Herbert and move up and get one of those 6K backs to pair, like a mixin. Um, but if, you know, otherwise, yeah, I'm, I'm in on Devontae Adams, 9K. I think this dude right now is uh, back in that, like, can't-miss territory like he was last week, last year, rather. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's um, it's definitely a good way to look at it. Uh, listen, I, I love Devontae. You know, I'm not going to, like, talk you out. Right, there's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing bad about him. You know? <laughs> there's really nothing bad about him at all. No, it's just that he's 9K, so you got to figure out. That does make it a little bit more difficult. Like, I mean, that's like, you know, if you're going to go with him, you know, and even just, you know, based off of your plan, um, yeah, it's, 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 that's, that's a tough price tag to fit in, but I would love to do it. But, you know, I mean, to do that, you, you're definitely, you're paying down in a number of spots. You're paying down... Your second running back has got to be, you know, pretty pretty low budget, right? Like, kind of has to be in that Booker. Yeah, I mean, if you're Darrell going the Williams. if you're if you're building the way that I'm building and spending up at wide receiver, then yes, you have to use value at basically every other position, right? Like, I'm obviously not playing Mahomes with Adams. I'm not spending up at both running backs. You know, we'll get to tight end, but I'm pretty much punting tight end in defense or, or hovering around the 3k range because he's 9k you know but but these other receivers to me i think are also just in smash smash spots that i like this week yeah no i i hear you i definitely hear you all right so um yeah all right so hill i'm not trusting mike williams i can't trust Devonte adams i can trust um you know jefferson is is probably going to be a, a decent bet. Cooper Cup is probably going to be a decent bet. Um, I love DJ Moore. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, if you uh, like Sam Darnold, you, you're playing DJ Moore. So. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, you know, interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, you know, trying to figure out really where, where, where am I going to go with this? Oh. Are you goodness. trying to build the lineup now, Howard? Is this what we got going on here? I am building a lineup as we're uh, as we're talking here. Yeah. So carry me through the uh, carry yeah. me through. So listen, I'm with you. I'm with you there on DJ Moore, seventy three hundred dollars, perfect. Um, if Mike Williams doesn't play this week, I mean, 
even in a tough spot against Baltimore, I think just the volume will be there for Keenan Allen. So, and we're getting him at $6,400, Howard, which is uh, the second lowest price tag we've seen him all season long. Um, you know, I, you know, a lot of that has come because Mike Williams is, is so more, so much more involved uh, this season than in years past. I mean, he saw 16 targets last week and two scores, but you know, he's questionable with a knee injury. So if he's out, I'm, I think Keenan Allen becomes a really great option here. Um, you know, you talked about uh, Cooper Cup, but Robert Woods had his breakout game last week, 12 for 14 and 150 there against Seattle. You know, we're not expecting much out of uh, the Giants defensively there. Um, Jamar Chase, I mean, listen, you you told me this during draft season, Howard. I'm asking you, hey, Chase or Higgins? Chase or Higgins, who's it going to be? And you're like, Joe Burrow basically demanded that they draft Jamar Chase. I was like, all right, like, I get it. He's a rookie receiver, though, you know. Higgins was really good last year, year or two. Like he's he's got that chemistry built in from already. It's been Jamar Chase. You were 100 percent on the yeah, hit the nail on the head there. So sixty seven hundred dollars for Jamar Chase for me against Detroit. Even though I think they're going to run the football a lot, they're still going to give that downfield volume uh, to Chase, and he is not disappointed. Uh, Howard, these are his long catches this season. Mind you, he already has five rece- uh, receiving touchdowns on the year: fifty, forty two, thirty four, forty four, and seventy in the five games this season. So Burrow is taking deep shots with him and they're connecting on at least one long touchdown uh, a game here. So loving myself, um, some Jamar Chase for sure. I mean, the Dallas receivers should be in play. We're talking about a 50 game total in a close game. Yeah, but you were just talking about Zeke and how much Zeke's going to work I on agree. this. Well, this is, the... you, didn't, you didn't let me finish. They should be in play, but I think Zeke is going to run the football a lot. But you see the name value. You see the point total. You think they're going to throw... But neither Lamb or Cooper have really had the volumes that we saw them in weeks one and two. So no, not at all. Not at all. It's 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 very difficult for me to trust those guys, even though it's Dallas. And I feel like much like in you know MLB DFS, there's always like that that you know couple percentage boost on the Yankees players. Like I feel like Dallas gets that as well. You always get the little bit of the Cowboys boost. America's yeah, team you're really always paying Dallas attacks. You know. Yep. I agree. So, you're, you're always paying a tax. You're not always paying the tax on the Cowboys. So I'm, I'm fading them, but I want to know what your take on Marquise Brown here. Does he continue to do what he's been doing, Howard? This dude does nothing but get open downfield. How do you how do you not look to him, right? I mean, that's just again, if he makes that if he makes one of those catches in week three, we're not having any kind of a debate. <laughs> right? We're not having one of, one any of debate. All he had to do is catch one of three, and that would have been a hundred in a score. You know? Yeah. I mean, and that that's and boom. That right there is just, I mean, that's that's huge. So, you know, I mean, uh, yes to yes or no to him? Absolutely. A hundred percent yes to Marquise Brown. Yep. I agree with you. Fifty nine hundred still too. It's like, you know, he's he's cheaper this week, Howard, than he was last week. So uh, I know maybe they're looking at the Chargers defensively, but I mean the Chargers gave up 45 or whatever it was last week to the to the uh, you know to the Browns. So um, I'm with you on there. Um, Adam Thielen's down to 5800. Again, I know this guy. You know, not hasn't really hasn't been the player he was last season. People were predicting that there was going to be maybe a potential downfall for him the last couple of weeks. You know, the yardage hasn't been there, but the offense has been absolutely terrible as well. They've only scored. Um, what was it? They scored 26 total points in the two weeks. Um, you know, earlier in the season and better matchups, he was more competitive. He was scoring touchdowns. You know, the 5,800 is 
the cheapest we've seen him almost by a thousand dollars this year, Howard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're stacking Darnold and Moore, don't you try to come back and maybe a feeling here at fifty eight? I think the listen, I you know, I mean, obviously we're 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 battling against the uh, oh he's touchdown dependent um kind of a situation. Listen, I love Adam Thielen. I've always loved Adam Thielen. And to have him as the guy coming back for this kind of a price tag, yeah. I mean, I definitely um I love it. Like that's what I love. Like this he's a he's a seven K receiver on the regular, and he's already down to fifty eight hundred. It's like how far down does a guy have to go? Before, you know, like you keep taking them, you take, you just taking them just because it's just so cheap. It's like Allen Robinson. I was going right? to say, <laughs> are you also talking about Allen Robinson here? Well, yeah, I mean, it really is. It's like Robinson's 5,300, Thielen's 5,800. One of these days, these guys are going to fucking break out. Like yeah. one of these days they will, um, because we've just, we've, we've seen it too often. And I, I mean, you know, I don't actually feel that same way about Odell Beckham Jr., but when you're talking about target monsters like Robinson, like Thielen, you, you just you have to you have to do it. Yeah, until last week, Thielen's targets were 10, 7, 9, 8. You know, like he was getting targeted heavily. You know, last week he only had three. You know, he had two two catches for 40 yards. He had a long of 21. I think he had a long one taken back too. If I remember my conversation uh, with Andrew Cooper during our uh, fantasy football seasonal podcast. Um, he had mentioned that Thielen actually had a long reception taken back uh, due to a hold. So, um, you know, maybe those numbers could have been better. But still, we're talking about a guy that was 66 last week, 68 the week before, and over 7K the weeks prior, down to $5,800 here. Um, you know, definitely definitely good value. Uh, are you buying into Kadarius Tony? Um, you know, I, I listen, I think that he deserves the shot that he's getting. Um, I think he performed absolutely beautifully. But you are bringing back Slayton. You are bringing back Shepard, right? And and you're you know I mean where's you know where's Jalen Ramsey going to play? Um, because they do move him into the slot sometimes, so he's going to move around based on you know which whichever receiver is is hot. So you know as much as I love Tony, you know, and I actually I don't even really I I, I was like man when when somebody starts telling me that he's a Swiss Army knife on his team. You know, I'm like, I'm out, right? Especially for a rookie because he's going to end up like, you know, they're going to say focus on returning punts more and stop worrying about running routes. He got the opportunity because of the injuries. So now that these two guys are back, I'm wondering really what does Joe Judge do here? Right. I mean, Slayton obviously is the downfield guy. I think Shepard's going to move back into that number one receiver role and you'll see. If Tony can continue to demand the target. So, uh, but we're expecting a game where it should be a game. They have to play from behind and, you know, Ramsey could be, you know, locking down Shepard if he's active. So um, maybe, maybe Tony has some value there. Uh, Adam Rona said Michael Pittman in his Yahoo DFS uh, video for this week, um, $5,500 coming off a big game against uh, Baltimore last week. I love, I love Pittman. I really do. I really do. And what, what my hope is, is that, people look at like the numbers for Houston and their coverage numbers and DVOA. And they're like, Oh, what a terrible matchup because I, you know, you know, everybody, you know, most people run on them on a, on the regular basis. And so that's why they're not giving up a ton of passing yards, but you know, a healthy Wentz 
right? Feeling good, feeling like slinging the rock. He's got his supportive ground game in Jonathan Taylor. I'm totally cool with that. But I think I think Wentz and Pittman moving forward are going to be a, a a really strong tandem uh, through the air. So for 5,500, yeah, I'm I'm in on Pittman for sure. Anybody else in this 5K, this mid to low 5K range? Um, yeah, you know what? I mean, why wouldn't you take a look at um at Brandon Cooks at 5,800? I said, I get it. It's Davis Mills, right? But it's a it's a it's a crappy secondary for uh for Indianapolis, and you know it's like yeah, you know if if this game does kind of go back and forth, I think that uh, I think that Cooks obviously eats. I mean, look at how much he was targeted before he faced the Patriots, right? And you can't say that it was a reverse revenge game narrative there. Yeah, the Patriots did a great job of, uh, as we always say, they they take away your best asset, right? And then they let Chris Moore go for like a hundred and you know two scores. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, they do the Patriots shut down Brandon Cooks. Congratulations, New England. You almost lost, and you let a bunch of no name receivers tear you apart. So yeah, it's gonna be a good bounce back spot for Cooks. I'm not gonna. Not gonna hate on on that one for you there. I think you know if you want to save cash gameplay, you know I do think Jacoby Myers at fifty five hundred is a guy that just from a PPR standpoint, if he ever gets in the end zone, like he's gonna give you fifteen to sixteen fantasy points as a floor. He just needs to find his way into the end zone at some point. Almost. I was getting in the box twice this week, dude. He had he almost had his first career touchdown last week and got tackled at like the two. So um, he he leads the NFL. All NFL receivers and receptions without a touchdown first career. So, um, you know, not a great stat to have. Uh, you mentioned uh, Allen Robinson. He might not even play here. T. Higgins, I think, um, you know, is playing second fiddle, but could be a guy if you if you like Cincinnati at 53, just to throw in a borrow stack as well with Chase. You know, they're they're kind of affordable if you want to go that route. Yeah, yeah, that can definitely help you out with the uh, with, with the price tag there, but. Yeah, obviously not like a not not a major major target. And then you know, moving further down the list, um, you know, is Robbie, Robbie Anderson, Anderson a guy that qualifies as too cheap? <laughs> right, Robbie 18, Anderson at forty eight targets. Eighteen targets the last two weeks for Robbie Anderson. Seven catches though. Brutal, brutal. What about this? What about um, Allen Robinson's? You know, questionable with the ankle issue. Uh, Darnell Mooney's only 4,300. Yeah, it's not a bad one. You know, it's again, you're trying, you have to put your faith in, in this bears passing attack, but you know, if you're looking for value, I, you know, well, let me ask you, obviously, obviously if Hill is out, you play Hardman, do you play, do you have any consideration for Hardman just in general, you know, nine targets, nine and nine catches on 12 targets last week. Now this is all Demarcus Robinson and Byron Pringle this week. Probably. Probably would end up that direction. Sad. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Hardman obviously fills out. It's gonna be popular. Uh, what about Armand St. Brown? I think he's the only receiver left in in Detroit. Yeah, everybody keeps you know everybody keeps talking about Amon Ross St. Brown and 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 bringing him in. I mean, yeah, it's sixteen you know, targets it, the last two weeks. I mean, it'll work. I mean, it'll you know it, it's it's a it's a dart throw for me. Uh, you know, I just I can't I can't in good conscience uh invest in this uh in this offense okay anybody else then uh, anybody under 4k, 4K um I, I don't really think i saw anybody really far down that was um you know again byron pringle you can go 3200 there 
right? Josh Gordon. Is this the Josh Gordon week? Uh, So I read that, and I think it was actually in just his player note, but last week they wanted to get him 20 snaps, but they only got him eight. Um, You know, so there's potential he gets 20 snaps this week. Uh, Do they target him in four of those 20 snaps? You know, like I imagine he's only out there in passing plays. So maybe he turns something into something. Um, There's um potential for that uh let's see adam any humphreys? any in, any interest in an adam humphreys i just said adam humphreys oh did you i didn't hear that no. I, I read your mind dude mm-hmm. i'm in your head bo 3400 uh, yeah listen you know i i like him more if mclaurin is out <laughs> but you know i mean yeah again you know when you're when you're when you're shifting around down here it's uh it's as good a dart throw as any right yeah i'll i'll give you uh one dart throw courtesy of andrew cooper again if you've listened to our seasonal fantasy podcast he brought this one up already um deandre carter last week after curtis samuel went out went in he had eight targets four catches for 62 yards yep. um you know there's a he's $3000 he could he could start this week you know, if Diami Brown and Samuel and all those guys are already out, uh, you know, there's a, there's a possibility uh, that DeAndre Carter is in the starting lineup. So $3,000 min price Washington football team play. Filthy. Mm-hmm. All right, tight end. Already talked about it. Travis Kelsey is probably on the board anyways against against Washington. But if Tyreek Hill is out, it's he's, he's your guy. Yeah, I mean – Tight end is actually it's it's pretty easy this week, right? Like, right, break it down. You're either going to pay up for Travis Kelsey, or you're going to pay down for Ricky Seals Jones. Yes. Is there is there any reason to do anything in the middle with that? Like, I think in cash you could play Mark Andrews if you wanted to pivot off of Kelsey. Sure, 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 sure. But you know, you're also talking about a guy who yeah lit it up last game, but. For the first four weeks, it's like, where the hell was he? Yeah, but I mean, the last three, no, I mean, the last three weeks he's been good in terms of target volume. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm a big targets guy. I mean, you and I go back and forth on this all the time, but I mean, 20 targets over the last um, three weeks is, is pretty strong for him. So, you know, if you're, if you're looking for a cash game pivot here, I think that we could go to uh, go to the Mandrews for sure. Uh, Seals Jones is going to be super chalk. Um, but I like a little bit more. I like Hunter Henry. Again, he's back-to-back weeks for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. If they think they're going to throw. John Smith is basically non-existent in terms of running routes right now. It's it's Hunter Henry, and Smith is blocking. So, you know, another guy, six, five, and eight targets the last three weeks. So he's, get, he's getting the eye of Mac Jones here. Yeah, he's got the eye of Mac Jones. I don't mind Hunter Henry. He's in the watch list. I was definitely, you know, in on him. Uh, I'm fine with that. Um, I had further, nothing else though. <laughs> yeah, further out, there's there's nothing. So I mean, three thousand for Ricky Seals Jones, who played 82 out of 83 snaps last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's played 99 percent of the snaps since he's been in the games. Um, yeah. You know, you look at his snap share, offensive snap percentage from the first game he entered after Logan Thomas, uh, and the only reason that wasn't 99 percent is because Logan Thomas played like five snaps first. You know, so like. He's he's literally never leaving the field for for Washington. So um, he's in every lineup this week. I mean, you just play him. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Defense here, Howard. Where yeah, where are you going defensively? Um, you know, I'll tell you what. As it stands right now, the team that I'm looking at 
is uh, is the Browns at 2,600 on DraftKings. Funny, because I have the opposite team in that on that matchup. I have the Cardinals at 2,700. Which definitely, uh, you, you could definitely do that. You could you could pivot back and forth. Um, to me, it's it's. I would go. I'm happy to go Cardinals um, over the Browns if there's no COVID situation. You know, like the coaches are out right now. It's Kingsbury. It's the quarterbacks coach, and I believe uh, it's the defensive coordinator. Yeah. So. That makes me a little nervous. Losing the coaches like that, it's just, you know. Um, so I worry about that. I, I want to see what happens as far as COVID goes. So let's 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 move off of that game. Is there anybody else um that you would uh that, that you would love? I, I feel like paying down for, for defenses is really where we want to be. I mean, I like Dallas at 32 again. I've been playing Dallas for like four weeks now. So um Yep. I mean, you know, because they're, they're getting the turnovers. Getting the turnovers, yep. And this is Mac Jones. Yeah, Mac Jones has five interceptions on the year. Like, I don't I, I don't want to rehash everything we talked about on the NEF podcast, Howard, but I don't understand this game score or the spread. I think Dallas is going to come in and just wipe the floor with New England on national television. I'm not, I can't wait. So, um, you know, defensive touchdown last week. It could even happen again this week. Um, you know, 3,200 for Dallas for me. I think that's interesting. I mean, yeah, there's not, I mean, again, there's not like a lot of great spots here matchup wise, you know? Colts, 3,500. Yeah, Colts at 35. I mean, their defense has been bad though. Yeah. You know, it's just, you're just playing the Houston matchup, right? So it's. Yeah. But to, what, what else is there? <laughs> I mean, we saw bad Patriots defense last week get torched by, by Houston. So, I mean. I, I think it's hard to spend up for the Rams, especially the way Daniel Jones had been playing. Maybe Denver home against the Raiders after everything they're going through, 3,900? Unless the Raiders are using this as a rallying cry, you know? Like, Derek Carr's like, oh, he was my mentor. And Darren Waller was like, oh, he gave me that second chance I needed and look at how successful I am right now. Like, there are a lot of guys on this Raider team that like Gruden they, they might they might not you know respect what he said or, or or that stuff but they genuinely liked John Gruden so you know Would the I mean, Bengals I, I, defense interest you at all who the Bengals um yeah probably I mean the lowest probably, although Trey Wayne's being on IR is not not good who Trey Wayne's yeah cornerback mm-hmm Defensive back. Yeah, I'm just, you know, again, I'm just looking at box scores. You know, Detroit hasn't scored more than two scores in any game except for one this season. So, two touchdowns that is. So, yeah, they'll keep the score down. But I mean, I think, I think when it comes to when it comes to to picking your D, it's just it's got to be all about the turnover. You can't sit there and you know, oh, worry about the score being staying down because you could have a team give up 21 points. But if they turn around and they, you know, they win the turnover battle, yeah, it puts them in a in a much better spot. Certainly does there, Howard. Um, all right, <laughs> thank did, you, thank you, did John. You, did you make a lineup? I did make a lineup. Did you make a lineup? I did make a lineup. What do, what do we got, Howard? So I've got a lineup that's got some interesting flexibility here. Okay. All right, I'm cold stacking here. 
All right. Carson Wentz. Jonathan Taylor. All right. And uh, and Michael Pittman. All right. And I've got Brandon Cooks coming back against it. I know you don't think that you always need to do that. I just, it's, you know. I know. I don't. You, you, you've corrupted the mind of James Rondé, though. He's all about, he's all about it now. All about what's coming back. Well, because you need something to be coming back for, for this to hit. You can't have a lopsided game. Says you. Says your mama. Oh. Sorry, Mrs. Impembo. I'm sorry about that. That was bad for him. <laughs> I know she's listening. Oh, anyway, so cold stack of Wentz, Taylor, and Pittman. All right. I got Cooks in there. I've got Devontae Adams in there. I've got Ricky Seals-Jones in there. And I've got the Browns defense. So this is where the flexibility comes in. Right now, penciled in as my second running back is Ezekiel Elliott. And then for my flex spot, I've got enough money. I've got 5000 So I could go with Khalil Herbert. I could go with J.D. McKissick. Right? I could do something like that. Or I just lock in Khalil Herbert as a bargain running back and... And my flex spot, I can use either Ezekiel Elliott or DJ Moore. That's nice. That's nice. I like it. So I feel like I can, I can, I can put this in, like you know, do like the 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 play action where it's like a twenty max entry and it's you know three three bucks to enter, and I could put in basically this lineup with like four different incantations and feel good about it yeah i'm with you on that one i think in my lineup is, is similar to yours howard i'm my, my lineup i'll say is is contingent on the tyree kill status here um i'm gonna give you the one that i have if tyree kill is ruled out uh, and that is sam darnold jonathan taylor ezekiel elliott jamar chase dj moore using the value with adam humphreys at 3400 Using nice. the value of Ricky Seals Jones at 3K. My flex is Travis Kelsey. If Tyree Kill is out, I'm going to save the 7K on Kelsey. And I have the Cardinals defense at 2,700. If Tyree Kill plays, however, uh, I go and I pivot from Kelsey um, and I go Hunter Henry, still using double tight ends. From Adam Humphreys, I go up to Devontae Adams. Uh, and at running back, I go down to Khalil Herbert. So it would be Darnold. Taylor Herbert, Devontae Adams, DJ Moore, Jamar Chase, Ricky Seals Jones, Hunter Henry in the Cardinals defense. So, um, you know, I, I play Adams if Tyree Kill is active. I play Kelsey if Tyree Kill is out. I like it. I like it a lot. We should, uh, you should do what I'm doing here. Enter them into the, the play action and then we, uh, boom. I like it. So, so that is it this week, everybody, for the uh, NFL DFS podcast here. Um, this weekend, Howard will not be on the live stream. Actually, Howard, you, you're going to be you're going to be uh, off the live stream on Sundays. Maybe not every week, but a little bit more frequently than you've been through the first five weeks of the season so far. Uh, you know, with all of the late breaking news here, uh, especially over the last couple of weeks, you know, you got those example lineups. You're trying to win everybody money. You got to kind of focus your time on there. You're, of course, you'll be in Discord um, answering some questions in there as well. But myself and Andrew Cooper uh, will be on the live stream now, uh, permanently maybe going forward every now and then. Coop may be uh, taking a seat and Howard will come back. But uh, on Sundays, 11 to 12, you have myself and Andrew Cooper, the tight end whisperer. Uh, he has been done, anointed by Howard uh, on Sundays. 
uh, answering your start to take questions. Uh, and we'll have everything out for you guys. I mean, the coaches are already out as you're listening to this. Um, bargains, contrarian corner video, the dartboard, and, and the playbook will be out on Saturday. The example lineups on Sunday. So uh, ready for another successful week six, Howard. I am. I'm super pumped for this week. And I'll tell you what, you know, to be perfectly honest, I think me not being on the live stream is actually going to be a blessing for FA Nation and the family. I think that being able to spend that time in the morning, right? Like I'll still get up at four o'clock in the morning, right? And I'll and I'll work on lineups and I'll work with lineup construction, but to not be under the gun like that so much in the morning, knowing I've got to do the live stream and then that's an hour out of my uh, my morning. I think in the long run, this is going to help a lot more with people, and I think that we're gonna, I think we're gonna make some money. Yes, it's it's going to be good for all the family. I mean, it's already good things for the family. Family's been killing it, um, you know, so far this season. But only further success to come from everybody. Uh, How any any final any parting thoughts here? We're going to have another millionaire winner by the end of this season. Wow, well that's a bold claim. Hopefully, it'll be you and I, Howard. Um, that would be nice. One of us will win the million. That'd be, that would be perfect. But uh, of course the family is well full of success. Uh, we have the beat bender contest back on Yahoo. Make sure you check that out. Uh, it was at dfsalarmcom slash beat bender. Howard, is that, is that correct? Fantasyalarm.com slash beat bender. And I'll tell you what, I went easy on y'all last week, but again, now I'm not on the live stream. My lineup's going to be tight. So I beware. I almost took that down last week. I came in 10th, but uh, everybody, it's an automatic double up. Uh, everybody wins money. It's a $3 entry, but everybody gets paid. So if you come in dead last, you still get six bucks. Uh, and if you beat Howard, you get an additional, uh, it's 2000 Yahoo points, but those 2000 Yahoo points are actually worth a $10 entry. So uh, they don't give you a $10 credit. They give you in their points um, and you can use those points to enter whatever you want. You know, NBA basketball starts on Tuesday. You can enter that those 2,000 points in the NBA DFS contest, or our, our NHL team is already off to a fire start. You know, uh, Yahoo has NHL DFS going on. So they give you, if you beat Howard, you get a 2,000 Yahoo points put into your account worth a $10 entry into whatever contest you want. So be sure to check that out, fantasylum.com slash beatbender. Uh, but for now, guys, we will catch you guys next week.